Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. My name is Nasser Pasha, and I have switched up the intro. I messed up already, but that's okay. <laughs> welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and answer some of your business legal questions. And my name is Nasser Pasha. Oh, no. And you can send in your emails because if you're a listener, you can send in an email to ask at legallysoundsmartbusiness.com. My name is Nasser Pasha. I'm Matt Stav. There we go. That's not, that was actually a perfect uh, intro. And I assume it's a perfect intro because Chris did his magic and just cut everything up perfectly. It was definitely in the top 121, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, hey, wait a minute. We've, only, we've done 121 episodes. Yeah, made the top. So we got a couple things today, and they're sort of related to each other. The first one we're going to talk about is Starbucks. So I don't go to Starbucks because I don't think it's good coffee, unless it's the only option. But I guess it's when it flipped to November, everyone was saying, oh, Red Cup, it's Red Cup time. I was like, I don't even know what that means, like, Red <laughs> Cups. Like, well, I guess they bring their holiday cups out once it hits November 1st. But people get really excited for these holiday drinks. I mean, the, the pumpkin spice latte, that's in October, but like that's a massive following. That's like a cult following. And then there's these holiday drinks that Starbucks rolls out. It used to just be like a peppermint one and maybe an eggnog, and now they have all these chestnut praline latte. Like that's just over the top. But anyways, they get these little cards out, and it was a buy one get one free deal. Buy one get one free beverage for holiday beverages, but it does not specify that it needs to be holiday beverages only. So one man went and they denied him the buy one get one free, and so that sparked this whole thing. This is contract interpretation at its finest, and that's what this is. But I, well, I didn't see it. I mean, the, but the fine print's pretty clear. It says buy any handcraft beverage, and it does say on the top. It says buy a holiday beverage, whatever that may mean. Right. Usually, the specific in general always, and this is basic contract law. The specific always supersedes the general, right? And so, a holiday beverage is kind of okay. What exactly does that mean? But when it says buy any handcrafted beverage and get one equal or lesser value for free. That seems pretty clear to me. Yeah. But I mean, this this is like classic, right? Because how many times has customers either rightfully or wrongfully taken advantage of certain fine print or mistakes, you know? And, you know, people that are really into coupons know about this very well because they read the fine print pretty clearly, you know, whether it's transferable, whether you can use more than one coupon. And the classic uh, scenario with uh, Michael Scott, right, is the... Uh, is the, is the <laughs> yeah. five golden tickets. The, the golden where ticket did, promotion, yeah. The golden ticket promotion where does it say limit one per customer? Uh, no. And, uh, you know, so this is very classic in that respect. But, you know, the local Starbucks didn't handle it properly, but the corporate Starbucks was very right in saying that we will honor the beverage offer because that is what is described in the fine print. And we don't want the argument over fine print to be the customer experience. And you don't want that. The idea of the coupon is to bring people in and, and so forth. But then if they get in there and they have disappointment, then what's the point anyway? I mean, it kind of turns you off the company from itself. Yeah. You are Starbucks and you need to make sure that that's all into issues like this. And if you're Starbucks, just give the people that complain like the buy one, get one free. Make so much money anyways, it doesn't really matter. How many times do they give away drinks because they give away the wrong drink or they, yeah. you know something like that? I think you're right. I mean, I'm looking at this coupon, and, and again, maybe we'll link it again to the image or the article at least. But even I, if I look at this, oh, okay, buy a holiday beverage and get one free. Oh, wait a minute. What does that mean? And then 
whether I'm a lawyer or not, I think I would look at the fine print and say, oh, it says any beverage. Oh, okay, cool. You know, I would just do that. And then I go into the Starbucks and I would assume that. So I don't think it was unfair in this case, but you're right. There are people that definitely can take advantage of it for sure. Question of the day. Can I have one of my employees also be a contractor for special events? One of Nasser's personal favorite questions. The answer is, I, I already know the answer is yes, but I'm just trying to think of how would this happen at special events and so forth and what they're actually doing and yeah. whether that is a different position necessarily. So like I said, it, it is possible. Is it necessarily advisable? I'd be very cautious about it yeah. because you have to make sure that each position is different and you have to also make sure that each position is in fact classified differently. The problem is even if they're completely two different positions, it's very difficult to maintain the control over an employee and then give them another position on a special project and then not maintain the same amount of control, right? And to me, the only way that it really works, and like, let's say that this person is not only an employee, but also owns a catering business, you know, or a cook, you know, but is an office job, but is also a cook. And so for this special event, you hire them as a cook. Then that makes sense because they're completely different things and they are a cook by trade or by hobby. And so therefore there's a big differentiation. But if let's say you're a secretary from Monday through Friday, then you have a special event on Saturday and you act as the receiver for people that come in, you know, the greeter or whatever, then it's like, okay, is that really a different position? I don't know. Hypothetical situations where I could think of ways this would happen, but the IRS has opined on this very specific issue and they talk about the different things to look at. But frankly, you know our position on this. You know, if you have to err on either side, just put them in an employee. I mean, think about how much are you really saving on payroll tax or anything like that for one specific event, right? So the advantages of that are, are not that big of a deal. I guess maybe, I don't know if workers' compensation premiums would be different if those are different job duties or whatever. But at the same time, if they are very different duties, like a cook versus an office worker, then something like that, then, then maybe it makes sense, I suppose. All right, yeah. Independent contractor, employee. All right. Contractor slash employee. Very good. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and have a good weekend if you're enjoying this on a Friday. If you're enjoying this on a Monday, then... Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome to our Monday episode. Uh, yeah, roll it right in. All right. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.